Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. Today, we will be talking about indivisible North Coast Oregon. They're having a summit on Saturday, January 18th at the Lovell Showroom at Fort George in downtown Astoria. And we're going to find out more about Indivisible North Coast Oregon, um, known as INCO, from my guest. Today in the studio, I have Kathleen MacDonald. She is the coordinator of the March to Win, which is happening after the summit. Uh, Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning. I'm glad to have you here in the studio. Thank you so much. Look forward to learning more about you and about INCO. Great. We also have in the studio Carmen Hammersmith. Carmen is a coordinator of the Indivisible North Coast Oregon Summit. Good morning, Carmen. Good morning, Donna. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Before we begin talking about Indivisible North Coast Oregon and the Indivisible movement, um, let's learn a little bit about each of you. So, Kathleen, please tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I'm retired, and I live in Seaside, You know, I've never really been a political advocate at all. I've always been a voter since I turned 18, but it was after the 2016 election that I decided that I really needed to make my voice heard. And the rest is history. Have you lived here on the coast for a long time? I've lived on the coast my whole life. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You grew up here. and what? No, was your... I didn't grow up in Seaside. I grew up in Oregon on the coast. Um, I've lived in multiple cities or towns along the coast. And did you have a career that kept you here on the coast then? that you were, A lot of people want to be on the coast, but then they're thinking, what am I going to do here on the coast? Well, that's my only diversion from living on the coast. I did have a, a very productive project management career in Portland for 20 years. And then I, once I retired, came back to the coast. And so ever since then, you've been involved um, in the community. Mm-hmm. And, and we do have a very active volunteer group that keeps um, all of these North Coast communities functional. Right. I'm one of the leaders of the Seaside Gearheart Group So, uh, for INCO. So I'm really involved in that. I'm also involved with Assistance League. I'm a co-head of school at Warrenton High School. And that's something also that I'm very passionate about. I've also done some backpacks for kids and um, working at the food bank, things like that. You know, I think when you're retired, you have time to work on your passions a little bit more. Well, good for you. Thank you for making Mm -hmm. it a better place to live. And Carmen, please tell us a bit about yourself. I've lived here in this area for 30 years, but I wanted to live here when I started wanting to live here when I was eight years old. And when I was eight years old, my grandfather ran away from South Dakota because he couldn't take another winter there. And he, I went out to visit him, and he showed me how to clam on the Long Beach Peninsula. And I said to myself, I'm going to live here someday. It took a while. It took me about mm, 30 years to get here, but I've been here for 30 years now. And I came, uh, I got a job here brought my children here, um, bought several houses, and just, I think Astoria is just about, I have so much fun here. I'm involved with the Maritime Museum, as as is my husband, and I am also and have been uh, on the uh, Nacanicum Watershed Council for a number of years. Thank you. Again, volunteering, so vital for all of us here. So, indivisible 
nationwide, Indivisible, North Coast, Oregon. Uh, Kathleen, please give us the background and history. I went to your, um, the website is extremely user-friendly, um, and I saw the mission statement, which is Indivisible North Coast Oregon defends democracy by opposing authoritarianism, bigotry, and corruption. Correct. And please tell us, what is Indivisible? Well, Indivisible is a movement that started in 2017. There's a national organization. It started after the Women's March. And um, Ira and Leah Levine um, put it all together. And so we kind of had some guidelines. You know, we're all after the Women's March trying to figure out, oh, gosh, what are we going to do next? And Sorry, it's not Ira, it's Ezra. Um, trying to figure out what we're going to do next. So we, in the Clatsop County area, some of the people that are um, organized the Astoria Women's March came together, and they started a group in 2017. Our leaders now are Deb Vanoss and Lori Kaplan. And now INCO, or Indivisible North Coast Oregon, has spread to three different community groups. We're in Astoria, Warrenton, and Seaside Gearhart. We have many, many members, over 600 members. We probably have, you know, 150 of us that are really active in the different groups. Um, we encourage civic in engagement, and we want to uphold democratic norms and oppose authoritarian and bigotry and corruption, as you said. We model and promote progressive values of inclusion, fairness, education, and fact-based policies. Also, respect in the common good. So if anybody's interested that's out there today, we've got an e-newsletter. And if you'd like to sign up for that, you could go to www.incoregon.org. So um, the Indivisible Project is, you know, it's, it's, it's really um, thousands of grassroots activists and organizers who are saying, you know, things aren't going well. We don't like the direction the country's going. We're, we feel frustrated. We feel like we need to become involved. And so that sparked, clearly after the 2016 election, that sparked the Women's March, which then sparked the indivisible all I mean, there were women's marches everywhere and then Correct. indivisible nationwide and now the uh indivisible north coast oregon mm -hmm. i think it gave us a point of focus because there was so much distress what can i do about this these are not my values these are um there's moral upheaval here what can i do to affect some change or make my voice heard. If I have a voice, I need a place that I can express that. And to find people of like mind mm -hmm. or to educate yourselves and all of that. So Absolutely. what has Indivisible North Coast Oregon done since you formed um, several years ago? Well, we're really active. We've done parades. We've done uh, rallies. In 2019 alone, we did two rallies for climate change. We did two rallies for the rule of law. Basically, no one is above the law. We did an impeachment remove rally, and we also did an immigration support rally, which was Lights for Liberty. 
It was at the post office in downtown, or the courthouse in downtown Astoria. And how do you feel you can engage folks? I mean, whatever people, um, wherever they fall on the political spectrum, um, a lot of people are very busy trying to just have food on the table, keep their kids, you know, raise their kids and, and all of that. So, And then there's a certain kind of apathy. We don't have as everyone voting who could vote. Mm-hmm. So how do you engage people and say, if you really care about what's happening today and you have a particular feeling about things, then engage, be involved? Well, we do do that. We encourage and facilitate uh, for, number one, Uh, contacting our elected officials and letting them know how we feel about it. And that has been very productive in that uh, we have sort of helped both national, state, and even local officials consider our point of view also when they're forming laws. So... um, And uh, we hope that they will vote in a progressive way towards climate and that type of thing. One one activity that has been very outstanding is get out the vote. We encourage young people to register to vote, but we also postcard to places all over the United States and say, heck, I'm a voter. It feels good to tell you that Check your registration. Go out. Vote. If you don't like what's going on, you want to see change, vote. Don't sit at home and throw your shoe at the TV. You know, that type of thing. Exactly. Right, right. So we encourage lobbying. Uh, We encourage uh, phone calls to legislators. And uh, we encourage canvassing on the local level. and when, like I said, we've been sending postcards. In uh, in 2018, we sent out over 8,000 postcards. 2020, we'll probably double that. Uh, we get together in groups, and we write them, and we talk about things that we want to do. And it's it's a healthy thing to do, I'll tell you. We work with Tony the Democrat. Mm-hmm. That's how we get the campaigns for the postcards. And we gather and 10 to 35 people have gathered on a weekly basis to do postcarding. Well, I noticed when I visited your website this morning that um, you, again, it's very user-friendly. If people want to write, you have sample letters that people can just, I mean, you have lots of ways for people to engage. So people can engage whether they're, um, and clearly you want people to come to the summit because it's a something where you're hoping to inspire people, as this is an election year, an important thing um, is happening in our country this election this year. And uh, so, but people can also be involved at home if they educate themselves and if they also um, wish to write letters and emails and that kind of thing. Absolutely, yes. A lot of people write from home. You know, they can't get out or they're busy otherwise. And so they'll sit around at night watching television and write postcards. Well, I would find it hard to believe that anyone in the United States of America would have a challenge with the mission of Indivisible North Coast Oregon, which, again, is to defend democracy by opposing authoritarianism, bigotry, and corruption. Mm -hmm. That seems like something we would all agree on. Perhaps how people do it is different, but yes. And I think that's true. Just what you're saying is, and we're a very open and accepting, you don't have to be a Democrat or a Republican or an independent. We all want these values. Yes. So they're common for the common good. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. And you decided to put together a summit about three years ago. So this is the third summit you're doing. So um, tell me a little bit about how that happened three years ago. Um, we wanted people to know what we were doing. And we also wanted uh, an opportunity to spend, to make sure that we were all communicating with each other and to listen to uh, speakers from the outside and their their uh, opinions also. And a sense of camaraderie is also good. Uh, people say, oh, I'm so glad I went to the summit two years ago. I found out that I could do this. I found out that people felt the same. I've always wanted to talk to Ron Wyden about this thing, and I found out I could actually do it. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't uh, a verboten type of thing to do. So the summit itself is going to go from uh, the doors open at 8.30 at the Level Showroom on Saturday. We'll begin our program at 9, and it'll run till 2.30. And, and uh, then after that, there's... We'll, we'll have the march, and it starts at 3 o'clock at 12th and Exchange at Heritage Square. Okay. So the the summit, which is the 2020 Regional Summit and March to Win... Mm -hmm happening this Saturday, January 18th uh, at Fort George. Um, what are you hoping will happen there? Because you're, you're, you're wanting folks to gather with you for, to inspire them, to explain how, how they can be activists if they would like to do that, um, and give them information. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Our keynote speaker this year is Erica Goldman. She is from a group called Swing Left. And uh, what her group is specifically targeting the 12 swing states that could go either way. Uh, we'd like them to vote more in the blue area, but the big thing is for them to vote so everybody feels like they have an ownership in, in this and feel involved. And that's what our, our summit is about, too. Um, uh, we have speakers on campaign finance reform. That's a. I think a lot of people are are tired of huge corporations buying votes and eliminating the uh, people that are affected by it. Uh, we have uh, some lessons on the census and how important it is, even right here in our area. You know, the Oregon is probably up for getting another district. It probably won't be here, but how important it is that the census be handled. Uh, correctly, um, especially we'll be talking with the Lower Hispanic, uh, Lower Columbia Hispanic Council, and they'll they'll be giving us some talks on that. Uh, we'll be we we'll talks like one of our members is very very uh, up to date on the clean energy bill and what's truly contained therein. Which so, so we'll be talking a little bit about that. And the other thing that we want to do is encourage people to run for office here in Clatsop County. And uh, that's happened. Tiffany was in, Tiffany Mitchell was in our group. And she goes, all of a sudden, a light came on over her head. And she says, I could run for office. And a number of other people locally have done that. And we want more people to get involved. You can't just sit around and complain about the commission if you don't know what the commission is or the county commissioners are doing. So that that is all very important. And what we want to do specifically is encourage positive interactions 
We don't want people saying at the end of the day, there was nothing I could do. This is, this is awful, and there was nothing I can do. This is the United States. We're a democracy, and there is a lot we can do. Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn. Today we're talking about Indivisible North Coast, Oregon. It's an organization putting on a summit this Saturday, January 18th. It is happening at uh, the doors open at 8.30 a.m. The summit starts at 9 a.m. It goes until 2.30. Then there is a march in downtown Astoria after that at 3 p.m. Um, there will be lunch, um, although if you, I understand you have to register for the lunch um, today right. if you there, want to have lunch, which you can do on the website, correct? Yes, you can order box lunches uh, today, and they'll be delivered on Saturday. They come from good to go. Okay. Uh, or if, you can bring your lunch. Yes, you can, bring, right. your you lunch, can bring your you lunch. You can run out and grab a lunch, whatever okay. there will be you time. want to do. So my guests in the studio today are Kathleen MacDonald. She is the coordinator of the March to Win and involved with the INCO, or Indivisible North Coast Summit, and Carmen Hammersmith, who is also a coordinator of the INCO Summit. Um, I just heard recently... Um, a, a little Irish story that Martin Sheen spoke about when he was arrested for the climate uh, change protests in Washington, D.C., and he said that um, um, a man was at the gates of heaven, and there was St. Peter, and St. Peter, and uh, and the St. Peter said, um, um, okay, you would like to be admitted to heaven. Well, uh, please show me your scars. And the man said, well, I don't have any scars. And St. Peter said, well, what a shame. There was nothing in your life worth fighting for. So what you all are doing is um, putting yourselves out there um, because you don't like what is currently happening. And you're saying we have to now take baby steps, just take a stand, do something. And um, and so that's working. You all feel, do you feel encouraged? Do you feel that um, what you have been doing has created a uh, a community of folks, of like-minded folks who are making a difference right now? Absolutely. After the election and the inauguration, there are things that are fundamental to me as a person. And when I saw that those were changing and threatened, I thought, I've got to do something. I have to make my voice heard. My grandkids will know that I got out in the streets and did something during this time. So I took action. I think in an election year, even with our Vote to Future group that we have, which is amazing, and that is going to be a really active group this year. And you'll notice at the summit that they'll be talking about that quite a bit, swing left, doing the postcards or canvassing and things like that, since it's an election year. So I've been writing postcards. I'm doing something. That works for me. So I've collected action that I can do. I can go to rallies. I can do, go to marches. Um, I can call my senators and Congress persons. That's what we want people to do. Well, we because it also action. is rewarding to you all because you all feel that you are making a difference. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. I just say that probably... I was just to, talking to a person uh, who does not do anything. That person sits at home and 
and fumes constantly about what's going on, but says, there's nothing I can do. And I said, well, yes, there is. Oh, no, I could not. And if you said, if you're that kind of person that say there's nothing I can do, then you probably don't feel very good a lot of the time. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, we still are all part of this United States, and we still all want to get to work together and try to. Uh, we we will have to compromise at some point, but we don't have to be. Uh, ditch everything that we've worked for as a as a uh, nation for the last 240 years or something like that we can still work together in compromise and um and people need to be literate uh people that say you know i well i've never read the constitution if you've ever read the constitution we hand out these little books that are just little things and it's the whole constitution it isn't like it's a, you know a semester read or anything and they go oh i didn't know it said that it says it right in black and white and then but you listen to politicians and they say oh the you know it has this much or it has that much and it really it gets back to fundamentals, and the fundamentals are human rights. Well, we need to, you're right, educate ourselves. And um, uh, I think how do we, uh, one thing I'm concerned about is how do we, how do we um, change so that we are more civil to one another? so that we are really um, respectful of each other, even when we feel strongly about something. Um, and I know that you all have a very positive approach, okay. and you want to try to have dialogue with people. You know, I think we all have to realize that everybody has their own opinion. We live in a democracy, and that's what makes the United States great, which means we have Differing, differing opinions, but what we've learned is you have to try to find common ground. It, and there's a lot of common ground. We want our grandchildren to live in a world that they can blossom in. So if you go at it from that perspective, that's one piece. And so I always look for people. I've had conversations with people about gun control. I've had conversations with people about the environment, but I'm always going for, there's got to be a common ground in here. We have differing opinions and that's okay, mm -hmm. but we have common ground. And I think that keeps the conversation going because oftentimes if I'm explaining something that is of a value to me or something that I've learned to someone that may not agree with my opinion, they may learn something new, and I may also learn something yes, new. Yes, because too often we're in our own little bubbles, and right. we only see, you know, and we think that our opinion is who we are. And maybe mm -hmm. we've just learned some things that actually were based on some falsity. It wasn't, they weren't true, but now we've, we've established some sort of a belief system, which, um, which we've never questioned. So I think this is a time, it's an election year, it's a very important time in the United States of America this year. And so people questioning their belief systems and saying, well, are there other ways to be? And uh, again, reading the Constitution, educating yourselves, you Absolutely. know, about things. Um, we just have a few minutes left. What other things would you like the listening audience to know about Indivisible North Coast Oregon? When do you have your meetings? If someone is interested, you're, again, you, your website is very user-friendly and excellent. Mm -hmm. So let's tell them the, the website, the Facebook. You have um, 
how do people reach you? So first of all, go to www.incoregon.org, Inco Oregon, and sign up for our e-newsletter. We've got a newsletter that comes out every Monday morning, and it is chock full of actions you can take, of events that we have going on for the week. So that's a really great place to stay in the loop. You can also sign up for community groups. Uh, I know that our Seaside Gearheart group, we meet the second Monday or second Tuesday of every month from 6.30 to 8. And the Warrenton group? Our Warrenton group meets uh, the second Saturday at up in Warrenton at the old um, Compadre uh, restaurant. And uh, we also participate in the postcarding on, on Friday afternoons. Anything else we can do. One thing that the Warrenton group has decided I, as, a, as a community is we're talking about, gosh, we live in one of the most beautiful places in the whole world. How can we work together to make sure that it stays that way? Well, we go, gosh, what can we do in Warrington? So we pick up the trash along Marine Drive as often as we possibly can. Now, that's a little thing. It makes a big difference. But it makes us get out. We look at our community again, look out on the river, you know, and then this past week with the king tides and the tremendous amount of energy that's been flowing through this area just from the wind and the waves and stuff like that how could we not want to share this and take care of it and make sure that it's here for our children and our grandchildren well well, I think that's the thing that's important if people are overwhelmed and they think oh I don't have time I can't go to the summit or the march you, they can still take a baby step. People can still mm-hmm. make a difference um, picking up trash, making one phone call, writing a letter. There are things people can do to be engaged. And, mm-hmm. you know, however they feel about things, just if you feel that you were part of it, then you feel like you were you were engaged in your time. Otherwise, you have missed the time in which you were living in some way. Mm-hmm. I'd like to encourage everybody to come to the march. We'll have a send-off, Eric um, Halperin and B.B. Michelle. They are our spirit team. They're going to teach us a chant, and we'll have drummers, and we're going to meet at 3 o'clock at the Heritage Square. The walk is only about a mile in downtown Astoria on the sidewalk, so it's all very safe. Bring your signs. It's a great time. It takes about an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Okay, and again, let's give people more information on the summit. So people don't have to register. It's free and open to the public. It's at the Lovell Showroom at Fort George. Uh, the doors open at 830. The summit starts at 9. You have speakers there. Um, if somebody wants a lunch, they can. Uh, today they would have to order that lunch from you all. Mm-hmm. Um, so go to your website or send an email. There's a link on the w- a w- link on the website yeah. to the mm-hmm. person who's coordinating the lunch. Okay, good. So you Otherwise just order bring, it, yeah, and then you pay for it at the okay. summit. Okay. Otherwise, you can bring a box lunch, and um, so the the again the summit is a way to educate yourselves about what uh, Indivisible North Coast Oregon is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the mission is to defend democracy by opposing authoritarianism 
bigotry and corruption. And again, that's something I think everyone can get behind. So any last thing you'd like to say? Well, I would like to say that we do have a segment within the summit at the very end about commitment. So you've spent your whole day listening to people and projects and the swing left and vote the future and postcarding and run for something. Then you have an opportunity to say, what am I willing to do? What am I going to commit to? And I think that's where we got to the action piece. Yes. Mm -hmm. And commitment is... And commitment doesn't have to be scary. You know, it isn't like, oh, my God, I have to sell my home and go to the streets or anything. No, no. It's it's just like, would you call your representatives? Would you write postcards? Would you participate in some of our rallies? So that there's something that everyone can yeah. do to be engaged in um you know, uh, in our democracy. Mm -hmm. And this is the time to do it during right. this election year. What mm -hmm. are you passionate about? Make your voice heard. Yes. It doesn't take a lot of time. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank you, Donna. Kathleen and Thank Carmen. You. Thank you so Thank much. You. And um, and you can find out more information. Even if you just Google um, Indivisible North Coast Oregon, you'll get right to their website. Thank you so much. And thank you, Dylan Hauserschalk, for being our wonderful engineer this morning. And my gratitude to local talented banjo instructor, Michael Brunn, for his original theme music for this program. Until next week. Find a moment. Well, let's all take that moment right now. Let's all take a very deep healing breath. It is so good for body, mind, and spirit. And with gratitude, focus on all the good things that are happening in your life, the things that are going well. There will always be those things that aren't going well. And you can actually do something about those if you want to take a baby step, a first step here. Um, give yourself a loving and a compassionate hug or a pat on the back because you're doing the best you can. You are the only one living your life. And compassion for yourself is so very important. And appreciate the fact that you are alive here in this moment on the amazing planet we call Earth. <laughs>